0: y'all happy weekend I am sick as shit but you know what we are here we are gonna get through it together so it is what it is hopefully it doesn't annoy y'all too much Um, honestly I just couldn't stay away from these topics I've got so many awesome ones lined up these next couple weeks and I didn't want to miss them and so here we are This week is all about Thanksgiving and the dark side of Thanksgiving. And I know I said before, I don't like the holiday. Honestly, more so for selfish reasons than for legitimate reasons. I really just don't like turkey and I don't like brown colors and I don't like fall or like pumpkins or pecans or eating in excess amounts. So it's really, it's just, it doesn't check any of the boxes for me, right? It's like an absolutely useless holiday, just purely for selfish reasons. But, But yeah, let's get into some of the real reasons why you should maybe hate Thanksgiving too. So let's start with what they teach you in schools. So what they taught me growing up. So I remember being taught that Thanksgiving was a celebration of the pilgrims surviving their journey across the Atlantic and then surviving the winter in like unsurvivable conditions and more than half of them died and like barely any survived and then the Native Americans there taught them like how to plow fields and like plant things that would actually grow And then Thanksgiving was a time after the harvest for them to all get together and celebrate the corn actually growing or something. That's what I remember, okay? That's what I was taught in school. And now it actually happened. So when the Europeans began coming over, it was like four years before the Mayflower even arrived. Um, They carried foreign illnesses with them that killed Native Americans at insane high rates. Um, And then, you know, that of course made it easier for the colonizers to take over the lands. Uh, The settlers would kidnap and sell Native Americans into slavery. slavery. Um, The newly settled Europeans also did not actually invite the Native Americans to the feast. So I saw a bunch of stories and articles because I was like, okay, maybe I don't remember correctly what I was taught or... Maybe I missed it or something. So I did some research to see like what the standard run of the mill storyline and narrative was. Um, and they all said that even some of the, even some of the articles that were actually more on the modern side, I guess if you will, they all said that there were members of this specific tribe, the Wampanoag tribe. Um, That were there during this feast and the fast, the three-day celebration and, you know, quote-unquote first celebration of Thanksgiving. But the crazy thing is what had actually happened, or I guess really more so the reason why they were there is not because they were invited, but because their leader of the Wampanoag tribe had declared an alliance with the settlers And members of the tribe were showing up to honor a mutual defense pact because they had heard the pilgrims shooting their guns in celebration, and they thought that they were in combat. And so then after some talk, then they decided to spend three days together and join the feast. But the whole reason for the coming together was not even a mutual, warm, fuzzy tradition like we were taught in school. And so, from then on, pilgrims celebrated, quote-unquote, thanksgivings in the traditional way of fasting and praying. But several times this happened because of the massacres of Native Americans. And one time in particular that I found, um, 1637, the Massachusetts colony governor, John Winthrop, declared a day of thanksgiving after volunteers murdered 700 Pequot people. And this incident is also often cited as a first official mention of a Thanksgiving ceremony and it is another commonly cited origin story for the Thanksgiving that we know today. So obviously there is a huge disconnect between what we're told and what truly happened and obviously this all starts in the school, right? Which, throwback to the whole reason I have this podcast and why I want to teach English. Um, what we teach in school matters. What we tell our kids matter. How we talk about other things in front of our kids matters. It, they, they catch on. They understand a lot more of what we're saying than I think we give them credit for. And so I can't understand, though, how people were saying like, okay, well, we don't want to lie to the kids And like, okay, let's have a truthful Thanksgiving. But also, how do you teach a kindergartner about massacres? How do you teach them about slavery? How do you teach them about all these things that happened? Genocide. How do you tell a kindergartner that? When they see it as, let's make, you know, turkeys out of hands with construction paper and add some feathers. and But I want to eat pumpkin pie. Which is a very valid point um i know there's been a lot of like state legislation um for ever basically decades and decades of trying to at least incorporate some of the truth in there in a child-friendly way um but it's it's hard to break that uh those traditions that we have now um It's a difficult thing to do. It's definitely a hard truth that has to be swallowed, right? And so a lot of Native Americans, and many others too, but they, in their view, the traditional narrative paints, obviously, a deceptively sunny portrait of relations between the pilgrims and especially the Wampanoag people. And so it just kind of masks that long and bloody history of conflict between them because tens of thousands of people died and truthfully the narrative is just kind of ignoring that and so since 1970 from what I saw as when it kind of first started the protesters have gathered on the day designated as Thanksgiving at the top of Coles Hill which overlooks Plymouth Rock and they've they're commemorating a national day of mourning and that's what they've been marking as a day of remembrance and spiritual connection, as well as a protest of the racism and oppression which Native Americans continue to experience today, according to the United States American Indians of New England. Um, They say that Thanksgiving Day is a reminder of the genocide of millions of Native American people, the theft of Native lands, and the relentless assault on Native culture. And I don't know, this one might actually just be me. I don't know if I'm the only one that sort of sees it this way or not. But I feel like when I heard about Thanksgiving, when I think about Thanksgiving as a holiday, like an annual federal holiday, I just kind of feel like I always just, like it seems like a very American thing. I feel like I've only ever really heard of it around American context. As compared to, you know, the other holidays like Easter, Christmas, like those are all obviously everywhere. But I do think it's important to point out that um, despite what I think or what I thought, I should say, we did not create Thanksgiving. Um, This was going on for way longer than we've been around. Um, The annual celebration of a harvest and its bounty and, you know, gratitude It falls under a category of festivals that spans cultures, continents, and millennia. So way, way, way back in the day, Egyptians, Greeks, and Romans would feast and then pay tribute to their gods after the fall harvest. Thanksgiving also bears a resemblance to the ancient Jewish harvest festival of Sukkot. And then um, historians have also noted that Native Americans had a rich tradition of commemorating the fall harvest with feasting and merrymaking long before Europeans ever set foot on America's shores. And that was that was another thing that I thought was kind of interesting because then as I was doing this research on all of these other cultures that had basically the same holiday, I was also kind of surprised to notice that it had such strong religious ties. I don't know. Same thing. I don't know why I thought this, but I kind of just thought Thanksgiving was like the only secularized holiday because obviously all the other ones stem straight from religious upbringing. So Christmas, Halloween, Valentine's Day, all of them are based on either a saint or some sort of religious root. And again, I don't know why I thought this, but yeah, I just saw it as a non-religious holiday. But I actually found this uh, one article that was pretty interesting. And apparently Thomas Jefferson was one of the few presidents to kind of reject the holiday basically, but... He didn't reject it for the reasons you would think. It was specifically because of its religious ties. So he said um, that he refused to endorse the tradition and he declined to make a proclamation in 1801 because for him, supporting the holiday meant supporting state-sponsored religion since Thanksgiving is rooted in Puritan religious traditions. And then at the time, Jefferson's political foes, the Federalists, often used his stance on the separation of church and state as a political weapon to try and convince Americans that he was an atheist who was making America less godly. So, fun fact there. I just thought that was kind of interesting. But I want to talk about the federal holidays. So, every October on... I guess it's always the second Monday. Yeah, so we have Columbus Day and we also have Indigenous Peoples Day. And so I want to start with that one because I was getting it mixed up with the one right after Thanksgiving between Native American Heritage Day and Indigenous Peoples Day. And it might just be my brain being sick and, you know, that it's like not clicking for me. But... Indigenous Peoples Day, federal holiday in the United States that celebrates and honors indigenous American peoples and commemorates their histories and cultures celebrated across the United States, second Monday of October, yada, yada, yada. It was, this part's cool, I didn't know this, it was instituted in Berkeley, California in 1992 to coincide with the 500th anniversary of the arrival of Columbus in the Americas. And then... Two years later, Santa Cruz, California institutes the holiday and then starting in 2014, many other cities and states adopt it. In 2021, Joe Biden formally commemorates the holiday with the presidential proclamation, becoming the first U.S. president to do so. Go, Joe. And so, obviously, having this as a federal holiday, uh, it has been a little bit harshly critiqued by conservatives. Um... A lot of people are pushing for an end to this holiday because indigenous peoples attacked and conquered each other's lands, they say, or they say all of us are technically indigenous at one point or another, Um, many reasons. President at the time, Donald Trump, attacked Indigenous Peoples Day at a campaign rally in Michigan, calling it an example of how, quote, the radical left is eradicating our history. Almost kind of like we eradicated their history, isn't that? Isn't that funny? But but yes. Um what I think is insanely interesting about this though is that Indigenous People's Day and this is I'm talking like if you Google this, if you look on the unreliable Wikipedia, if you look at the category, like the type of holiday, it says that Indigenous People's Day is an ethnic type of holiday. Whereas the Native American Heritage Day is categorized as historical. So I just thought that one was really interesting to unpack because not sure why they're different, but again, what do I know? Now, Native American Heritage Day, that's the one that's the day after Thanksgiving, which, you know, we love that timing, we love that placement. Because, you know, nothing says retribution and we're sorry like putting the holiday for them right on Black Friday, which in itself is a day of excess and gluttony and greed and aggressive capitalism, which itself falls after a holiday that amidst the murder and mutilation of natives mourning the millions of indigenous people who died as a result of aggressive settler colonialism. So again what do i know but i digress moving on um interestingly enough the native american heritage day was way 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 later than the indigenous peoples day um it wasn't signed into law until george w bush so that was uh 2008 um And then he designated the Friday after Thanksgiving as Native American Heritage Day. Quote, as a day to pay tribute to Native Americans for their many contributions to the United States. And it's supposed to encourage Americans of all backgrounds to observe the day after Thanksgiving as. Native American Heritage Day through appropriate ceremonies and activities. It also encourages public elementary and secondary schools to enhance student understanding of Native Americans by providing classroom instructions focusing on their history, achievements, and contributions. Now, if that's actually happening is another story, but those are the two official holidays. I will say I'm... I don't know. Maybe it's just, like, the cold med brain right now just not working for me, but, like, I kind of don't understand the difference between the two, I'm not gonna lie. Like, they kind of sound like the same thing to me. I'm not sure. I don't know. I think I'm just confused. I think I might just need y'all to explain it to me once I'm not quite so loopy on cold meds. All in all, though, not such a child-friendly holiday. Turkey doesn't make it any better. Um, I don't know. It is what it is. I feel like this is one of those uh, cultural traditions that I would not mind um, letting go of. I think we very easily could uh, cut out this holiday and I think we would absolutely be just fine. If anything, just make it like a like make it solely the native american heritage day because realistically if you look at the food that's traditionally served a lot of times it's native american based anyway so let's just stick with that like why do we have to add in a pilgrim vibe you know what i mean i don't know that's just me though that's just my opinion i feel like we all know better at this point And you know that I will always, I always end up going back to that. Once you know about something, it's really tough to just ignore it and keep doing what you were doing before. Once you know something's bad, you can't just keep doing it because that's what we've always done. That's what's always, that's traditional, that's standard. No. Heck that. I'm trying to swear less in my podcast if you couldn't tell. It hasn't been working for me, though. That's okay. That's fine. It is what it is, you know? But thank you for tuning in for this sickly little episode. Um, I appreciate you sitting through my voice sounding like this. I swear this episode really, really helped me work on my editing skills because I've had to pause it literally like every 17 to 24 seconds to cough a lung out or to drink some tea because otherwise I sound even worse, so... But, you know what, at least I cut out all the sounds of the of me, like, sucking on cop drops. So, you're welcome for that. Because that was very annoying. I got through, like, five minutes and I was like, uh-uh, I can't do it. Nope, 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 nope. Cut it out. <laughs> so, but yes, um, be a decent human being and drink some water, drink some emergency, get your zinc, get your oranges just you know really load up on that vitamin c right now drink your water i already said that that's okay all right be a decent human being make good choices um yep we love you guys okay okay bye